So have you ever been to the movie theaters before? The, now that COVID is somewhat kind of lifted, I, uh, it's, um, it's nice to get back to normal and go back into movie theaters and watch your favorite uh, movie. And when you go into movie theater, how do you, what's your posture? What do you do for the whole movie? That's right, you have this big screen, everybody goes in their chair, they all sit down, and you stay that way the whole way, the whole time, right? For like an hour and a half as you watch the movie. And it's really annoying when people kind of get up in front of you and are like going, uh, trying to go get more popcorn or to go to the bathroom because they're blocking the screen and everything else because you want everybody just to sit down where they're supposed to be. Isn't that right? So why don't we do that at Mass? What do you think? This is a good question. Are you on the right track? What were you going to say? Who can help her out? Well, yeah, we, we, if there isn't a big screen. God is all around us here. That's true. Well, that's true. Let's see. We have one more answer. Okay, you're getting on a, you're getting on a, the right track. It's not respectful just to be sitting the entire time, but you are sitting right now. What's that? What do you think? What you guys are saying are, is is good and true, but. What I'm trying to get at is there's a difference between a movie theater and here. Because when here, we're not watching a movie. It's not entertainment. And here, this is the house of God. And what are we doing? We're worshiping. It's really different than watching a movie. And that's why the posture, our posture in Mass differs all throughout the Mass, because we are up, down, all around, kneeling, standing, singing. And all of those postures mean something. It's to remind us of the realities that we're celebrating, that this is not a movie theater. This is worshiping God. And so there's different elements of the Mass, and we change the way our bodies, our posture of our body, to reflect that reality. So first, like example, when you first come into the church, we have holy water fonts. You don't have holy water fonts at, uh, at the movie theater. Because when you're coming in here, you're reminding yourself that this is a sacred place. And when you put your hand in the holy water and make the sign of the cross, you're remembering your dignity, who you are as a baptized child of God. That this is the house of God, your father. And I'm his child. And to thank God for the gift of that. Then we come to your pew, you genuflect towards the tabernacle, because Jesus is truly there. Do you ever go into a movie theater and genuflect before the movie screen? No. When you go home, when you enter into the house, do you genuflect to, to mom and dad? No. When do you genuflect? I mean, obviously, when you come into church, 
But what, what other moments do you genuflect? Because genuflecting is a very kind of solemn gesture. Well, yeah, that's what you genuflect when you come into the church. But outside of the church, sometimes people genuflect. Well, sometimes, but there's a thing outside of the church. Who can help him out? What do you think? What do you think? Well, we do genuflect to the cross. Right, one last shot. Who knows it? Okay, if you're going to be made a knight or before a king, yes, you genuflect as a sign of honor. Uh, but also, many times when somebody, when a man proposes to a woman, he kneels down because it's a sign of giving his whole life, his whole heart to this, this woman. And so genuflecting is a very solemn thing. When you come in here and you're genuflecting, you're doing the most sacred gesture of saying, Lord, I offer my heart and my soul to you. That's what's supposed to be going through your head when you make that posture. You don't, don't just do things and get into the habit of doing things without thinking. Because if you do that with holy water, and you don't think and you just do this, and nothing goes through your head, then you just got wet. But if you really mean it, Sacramentals have strength by the faith that you put into it. And so the same way with the gesture of genuflecting. Then when you come down into your pew, you know, a really good thing when you first come in, I, you know, we've talked about how covering your prayer with tarp, thanksgiving, adoration, repentance, petition. But when you make that prayer, it's really, really helpful to kneel down. That's why we have those kneelers there. If you just sit in your pew, it's, you're kind of getting into movie theater mode. Just, okay, give me entertainment, Father. When you kneel down, you're re remembering this is a different place. And I'm not just talking with anybody. I'm talking with Jesus, who is God. Because you don't kneel down like that hardly at all, um, especially in a, in a building like this. And so it helps you to understand and remember. That's why we have all these different gestures during Mass, all these different postures of our body. And then when we begin Mass, how do we begin? Don't we all stand? And we're standing because we're at attention. You know, ideally, we would all be processing in from outside every single Mass and the concept of we're in this procession to uh, the, the Holy Land of, of Heaven. But it's just not practical because if we did that every single Mass, everybody would have to be outside. It would take forever to get all inside, and then Mass gets, gets longer and longer, and then um, it's just not practical. But that's why we, as priests and the altar servers, we always process. The concept is we're coming into the church, and we're processing, and we're on a procession to heaven. And in this Mass, heaven and earth are united. That's the concept. And that's why also we're singing. We're singing because it's a joyful pilgrimage. And we're happy to be in the house of the Lord. We're happy to have Jesus here. And we express our happiness by means of singing. And then the priest comes up, and when, he, when we come to the center of the, of the sanctuary, I genuflect because I'm going into the Holy of Holies. And when I genuflect, then I come up here, and what do I do at the altar? 
Both Deacon and I come over here, and the first thing we do is we kiss the altar. A kiss like that is a sign of, it's even more than just sacred, it's, you're, it's a sign of affection and love. Because this altar represents Christ. And so we have that gesture as a way of showing to Jesus, I love you. Many times people will do that also with uh, statues and things like that. It's a way of, and you know, many times we do that with our own photographs. We have a photograph of a loved one, maybe especially a loved one that has died. When you see the picture, sometimes you just kiss the picture because you're showing your love. It's a gesture of uh, affection and closeness. And so then, after that, you know, we, uh, now, during the readings from the Word of God, at this point, we're trying to listen. And so the easiest way to listen, listen, the easiest posture is what you're doing right now. That's why during the readings, we sit, because that posture helps us to be attentive, to try to focus, and not be distracted by anything else. And so we have the readings, and then at the gospel, what do we do? Do we stay seated? No. What do we do? We stand. And again, we're doing that as an extra sense of reverence to uh, the words of Christ. That the Old Testament is really important, but the words of Jesus require even more attention. So that's why we stand. And then during gospel, like right now, during the homily right now, Again, you're sitting to listen. And at the holiest parts of the Mass, what do we do? What do we do with our, our posture? Well, we do pray, but what do we do with our bodies? We kneel. So during the consecration, which is the holiest part of the Mass, that's why everybody kneels down, and uh, we're showing our the sacredness, the devotion, um, and to re remember in our own minds what's going on. So, boys and girls, as, you, as you're learning the Mass more and more, I want you to always be thinking of this in your head. It's really easy as a Catholic to get into routine. And you just do things, and nothing's going through your head or your heart. Oh, now we stand, oh, now we kneel, oh, now we sit, oh, now we, we walk this way, oh, now we walk that way. It's just a routine. And when you do that, that's where Mass becomes super boring. You've got to engage your heart and to remember why you're doing it and what you're doing it for, what it means. When you make the sign of the cross, remembering what Jesus did for you on the cross and committing your heart to him to be like him. See, all these gestures, they help us to remember what we're doing because these sacred realities, you don't see them with these eyeballs. But they're still happening. And we need to believe in that and trust in that. And so, every Mass, when you come to Mass, remember these things as you do them. Don't just do them because everybody else is doing them. And also, you know, we all try to kind of do it all together as one body of Christ. Um, it's kind of, it's very helpful when all of us are praying at the same rate. You know, like when we just pray the Our Father together. You know, it's really helpful when we're all kind of at the same pace. Because it's like we're one. It's kind of distracting when everybody's doing their own thing. And sometimes 
Sometimes see people have their own personal devotions, but then it gets kind of distracting. Because if we're supposed to be standing and I say, well, I want to, um, I want to kneel down. Or if we're supposed to be kneeling and I say, I want to stand up. It gets kind of distracting. And so that's why the church has a book of rules about all this. That's the Roman Missal. That's this big red book up here. So this book is, decides you know, how we do the Mass. So the Pope and bishops get together and they figure out, um, it's called the rubrics. And so in this, mat, in this book, there's all these red parts in the midst of the black uh, letters that are said. And those red parts are what we're supposed to be doing. And so this helps us to stay one. It doesn't mean that you, know, you can't have your own personal devotions and things, but in Mass, we try to follow this. And it's been carefully... A lot of very holy and smart people came up with this to try to rem help us to remember all the different gestures and things that connect us with the Old Testament and the New Testament and help us to remember all these sacred realities. So during this Mass, boys and girls, let's really try to work on that today. Whatever posture you're doing, think about why you're doing it. And then help that to be a prayer. So when you're kneeling, really work hard to talk to Jesus from your heart, to listen to him. And in all these gestures, put your heart and faith into it. So that way the Mass is always engaging and will always help you to grow closer to Christ.